you know, Western medicine a lot of times is like, okay, you do this and then you're good and you go off, you see the doctor once a year, you're oh, fine. You're going, door, you're, you're going down this rabbit hole, huh? I but, see where this is going. No, it's You're just, on the whole truth podcast, so you right. know where I stand. <laughs> I mean, a little Western medicine. Yeah, everything needed, has its place, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything has its place. I'm yes. not saying anything is good nor bad, but I'm saying that if you have the right information, and for me, it, it comes down to kind of like the, the two different philosophies in health. There's cell health and there's germ health. My name is John Levine, and I'm a certified health coach determined to help people reclaim health and happiness. My approach to health is compassion and looking at the whole person and understanding each person's unique set of health issues. I can and will help you reverse the chronic health issues you're dealing with. I hope you enjoy my show, The Whole Truth Podcast. Thank you for the support and God bless you, my friends. Welcome everyone to the Whole Truth Podcast with John Levine, sponsored by Dean's Natural Food Markets with five locations in Shrewsbury, Ocean, Basking Ridge, Chester, and Metuchen. We're going to talk about MAT, muscle activation techniques, with my guy here, Chris Verdi, owner of Corver Store. He is ACSM NCSCA certified personal trader since 2005. And he has a very unique understanding of the muscular system. What's going on, my man? Good to see you. You too. We're back in the studio. I love it. Back in the uh, little shout out to A Shared Podcast Studio. We're we're live. I actually get to see you. We're not doing this over Zoom. Yeah, no. How you been? I've been, you know, I've been good. I've, you know, I'm working my way through this process. But uh, like I said, things of, you know, you look for positive things and, and something that's negative and uh, you know you do your best to find the information you need and, and you move forward so are your muscles activating <laughs> not at the moment that's but yes mine is are you <laughs> so you got to tell so so you got to tell me what's uh, what's MAT yeah or? what what is i know you've answered this a million times yeah, but my fine. listeners might not know MAT what is it yeah uh, MAT is uh, short for muscle activation techniques developed by a gentleman called Greg Roscoff um, I've been in the organization since 2006 is when I started. Um, I've gone through their whole level of certification all the way up until now. You can say I'm a MATRX full body specialist, which probably doesn't mean much to your listeners, but it's a long process. It's kind of like getting my doctorate in, uh, in college. So it's, uh, we study the muscle system like chiropractors study the bones. Um, uh, and the, and the, the, the main thing with uh, muscle activation techniques is we're looking at improving the contra- uh, contractile efficiency of the muscle system, of the overall muscle system, because over time from stress, trauma, overuse, chemical, physical, emotional, the muscles don't fire correctly. And what we're doing is in increasing the ability of your muscles to fire when they need to fire, therefore uh, releasing the need of the body to compensate as much and getting the true benefit of whatever exercise or daily practice you choose to do. Um, I came into it because of my own problems. I was a, uh, an actor by trade. Um, I got to the point where I was in so much pain that I couldn't perform. And if I backtrack a little bit, I uh, was an athlete all through college. And as a young kid, I played soccer. I was a sweeper. Um, I went to college for it. And in college on the off season, I did a squat and I heard a pop and it was the most intense pain I'd ever felt. The pain went away, and then about a week later, it came back where I couldn't move. And then from there, that was when I was 19. 
I spent about two years trying to get better, and that's when chiropractic was fairly new. Um, nothing was helping, and then uh, I grew up in Indiana, and my parents uh, found someone that knew the Indiana Pacers surgeon, and uh, I went in, and I had one of the first laser surgeries on my lumbar spine. They fused my lumbar spine to sacrum, and after that, it caused even more problems in my body because it was supposed to, quote-unquote, fix my herniated disc is what had happened. Um, it just uh, made my, I, I remember waking out of surgery and looking at my legs. My legs had shrunk completely and uh, the, the surgeon told me I'd never been forward again. And that Oof. was after the surgery. Your legs shrunk? Oh yeah, because you know, you have surgery, they have to shut everything off basically. So except the Oof. vital, you know, your heart, your lungs. And there's no guarantee that like, after coming out of surgery that yeah. things are actually working the way they were before. Um, and again, you're Oof. playing with all the nerve innervation and all that stuff as yeah. well. And then just atrophy of just not being able to be on my feet. And, uh, you know, and I came out of that even in more pain. And so a couple weeks later, I went to the surgeon and he was like, yeah, we'll keep fusing up your spine. And I've been a very, um, <clears throat> I guess, stubborn or very uh, determined individual. And I said, nope, I'm not doing that. And I walked away. And from that moment on, I pretty much dealt with chronic pain which was sciatica into the, uh, my big toe that basically my big toe became completely numb um, and I really couldn't feel uh, the top of my foot. And so I spent years and years and years just getting more and more uh, yeah. you know, uh, worse from not actually addressing the root cause. Ask my wife about chronic pain. She's, <clears throat> she's been living with me for 15 years. <laughs> she's had sciatica like nobody's business dealing with my ass. Uh, sorry, I just want to throw that out there. Well. I love you, babe. Um, you know what? So when you say fire, mm -hmm. like all the muscles fire, mm -hmm. getting them to fire, what mm -hmm. exactly does that mean, fire? That means you're basically connecting the nervous system to the muscle system. So over time, you, you, inflammation develops through the body, and you no longer can communicate the same way. So um, there's a couple things we do in muscle activation techniques to figure out how we're going to do and what we're going to actually uh, work on. And we do... Muscle testing. So muscle testing has been around since the 60s. It was developed by a chiropractor, Goodart. Um, he was more into strength testing. We're into really con contractile efficiently. Like, can you contract on demand? Just a small amount of force to see if you're having the response. And so what Greg Roscoff did is developed a process in which we go through the body and make sure that everything is working as efficiently as it can because a lot of times people are extremely asymmetrical like you know we uh, and people don't realize that a lot of times like just because you have tightness doesn't necessarily mean the tightness is the problem yeah. it could be just because you're asymmetrical because most people that come into my office i've never seen someone what had perfect tips you know that were rotated perfectly i was one of them right what's that i was one of them that you had perfect rotated hips no if, oh well, no of course i do but they, <laughs> hey don't get personal all right come on <laughs> Jeez, take it easy now um other than my hips no i i let's be honest I mean, so i came to see yep. you it's been months well i don't know four right. months ago right and you told me my yeah i was asymmetrical yeah which is you're saying is normal right oh like, yeah i well, mean people are well people are and it's i'm not talking perfect symmetry but i'm talking to the point where if you're not in a symmetrical position you can't properly produce the force production you need right. to go from point A to point B. So you're just reinforcing compensation really, you know, through the muscle system and going into the joints, into the structure. So what we're trying, what we are doing is 
is going through a, a range of motion exam to determine where these big, as we say, elephants are, or sometimes little elephants, depending yeah. on the range of motion there or lack thereof. And then we're identifying around that particular joint the muscles that take you into that position. And so we're looking at every single muscle that allows you to go into that position. And it's a very detailed kind of approach, and there's definitely different levels to the whole process. So. Yeah, and I, I, was through the, I went through that process, and it was a very detailed, to your credit, very detailed, thorough process. It, it was, looked uh, complicated. Um, it's definitely, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a, always a work in progress, no yeah, matter what you're yeah. doing, and you're always learning more and more. Complicated but, in a good way. Yes, um, exactly. So, all right, got that. So, so when you injured yourself mm -hmm. playing soccer, it was, you were squatting? On the off season, I would do workouts and uh, I would lift pretty heavy. Um, and I, and again, it, you know, as a young kid, I didn't really understand all that. And I literally was playing soccer from the time I was six or seven. Yeah. Uh, I was in California for a little bit of my life and that's where I was introduced to it. And then we moved out to Indiana when I was a kid. And I just played soccer spring, summer, fall. And in the winter, I would just work out. Do you think that that, that one squat was kind of like the icing on the cake, or do you think it was the actual squat? Or do you think no, it was just build I, up over time? Of build constant... up over time, that was the catalyst. That's why I always tell people, it's like, yeah. unless it's a direct injury or a fall or something where you had some kind of impact, yeah. usually it's wear and tear over time, and then you have that one little thing that's like, boom. And that's it. And a lot of times, yeah, because yeah, a lot of times people are like, oh, I can't figure it out. But again, it's years and years and years of repetitive trauma Yeah. Uh, through, you know, chemical, it's a fine physical. fine line, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, exactly. Because I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going with this because, like, it's that, like, when it comes to exercise in general, mm -hmm. and I've learned this, I'm 45, I've actually learned this now, I've always been extreme, like, more, like, always mm -hmm. more. And I'm not like that anymore. And I right. think... It's like it's always that one rep mentality, like mm -hmm. like one more rep mm -hmm. or a little bit more. I was a there bit too. Further. I was like, there. Yeah. That's that's where I'm going with this. That mentality, and it could be with anything, right? But sure. any sport, like, mm -hmm. come on, you got, you know, five more minutes, you know, right. one more mile, you right. know, one more lift, you right. know, whatever sport it may right. be, and it's like, I, it's not, in my mind, it it doesn't make sense. Because I think that's like it's extreme. It's it's yeah, and, and and again, but again, some people like I work with a lot of professional athletes, so they have to go to those extreme points. Yeah. But to me, everything has its place. It's just when you bring it in, and I always say it's a kind of a micro progressive approach to things. And the thing that's missing from everything, and I don't think anything's necessarily bad as long as you bring it in in a particular way. And what the biggest thing I think that MAT does and that I brought into my other forms of my practice is it's about recovery. It's literally about the body being able to recover from the stress. And that's why MAT is so effective with people because when your body is, say you get that injury and all of a sudden you just can't recover from that injury, yeah. you've dropped the overall threshold of your muscle system right there. And if you're not getting better from it, that's really a point and you know, I believe like kind of with chiropractic, like everything is a maintenance type issue when you bring yeah. it in. And then when that's what I discovered because nothing was helping me. And by the time I found MAT, um, I had uh, I had I was a trainer at the time. I had gone back to training school. I had actually became worse. And then I was in a yoga class and I did a back bend. I probably shouldn't have never done a back bend with my fusion, yeah. but again, I didn't really know how the body worked. And then I ruptured two more discs above it, oh, and I couldn't get out of it. So the next three and a half years, I spent crooked and bent to the left. 
So there was nothing that anyone could do to get me out of that position. Like I, the best I got was with a Pilates guy that worked in Little Silver. Um, I can't remember his name, but it only got me to a point because again, it was one thing I had a problem with is a lot of modalities I was working with was working around something I couldn't do. So then all of a sudden, if I bent forward, just even a little bit, I would seize up. Like, just teeny little things. Yeah. I'm like, that just didn't was seem right. Was that yoga pose, was that, again, icing on the cake? It was just you. Yeah, it was icing was on it... the cake, and that was probably something I shouldn't have been doing just because it yeah. changed the, the surgery changed my structure. But when I found MAT and I knew that this was the thing that I wanted to do and I quit acting, was uh, I was at an idea conference in New York, and one of the professors at the time was sitting there doing a demonstration, and in the demonstration, he was talking everything opposite of what I've been taught about health and fitness. And I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. I have this constant sciatica. I'm crooked to the side. Like, I was not on painkillers. And I did not want to have surgery again. And I got up on his table, and he kind of looks at me. He does two little uh, muscle tests on my obliques on the left side, internal, external. Reactivated the obliques, which stimulates the muscle system to contract. Tested it. And I could hold the position, and then by the end of the night, my hips started to drop. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I want to do, and that changed my life. That How moment changed my life. How did he reactivate the obliques? Like, what, so what, we, what did he exactly We just do? use, you or know, everything is as uh, with our hands, and we use a, a term we call, it's, you know, it's, a, it's an activation of the muscle fibers. So we're just stimulating it with our fingers in a just kind of a cross-friction kind of way, and... Uh, Greg Groskopf had figured this out, and when you test before and after, you either see a difference or you don't. And that's why I like what I do, because I'm, I can systematically really work with people at any level, because I'm always checking what the body's giving back to me. Like, it's a, it's a great way to have something that, you know, you can feel something, which is great, but if you can have, like, something to back up what you're feeling... Because a lot of people say, oh, you need your glutes activated, so do this. But how do you know after I did that exercise my glutes are activated? You don't know that. You have to test the individual muscles or the group of muscles in a way that gives you feedback. Now, depending if you're testing for strength or you're testing for contractivity, I'm, te I'm testing for that just that little bit of contraction. Then you know that you're, if you're contracting, you're contracting on demand. And then you know you're, you're lessening that compensation um, that leads to more injury. And that's what's so amazing about the process because you literally I literally have gotten you know literally have gotten my body back through that modality because of the way it feeds the, the because when you're doing the activation you're bringing blood flow oxygen back to it removing waste and and I worked on someone new yesterday a friend of mine and she was just blown away because she was like I can breathe she said I, I feel like a like a I feel blood flow in certain areas I haven't felt because she had knee surgeries and she had never recovered on one of them. Gotcha. And so it's just a really, um, you know, hands-on, you know, again, maintenance-type uh, modality uh, uh, to improve function. When you say maintenance, because mm -hmm. I think I know the answer to this, but right. is this like an ongoing, you have to keep going back, or can you be fixed? Like I don't right. think anyone's fixed. Yeah. I, I think fixed is a is a term that you give to your car, you know, something that's mechanical. Right. Um, you know, I, I uh, it's it, the I always say I always provide an environment to heal your body. I said I'll never fix you. I yeah. see you for an hour a week or an hour every other week or maybe two hours a week, whatever it is. But I'm never going to fix you. And I always tell people, you know, you can take it to to whatever degree you want. Like 
I believe when I find something that works for me, I'm gonna use it because again, everyone's structure is different, everyone's muscle system is different. Some people can handle a lot more stress and not feel a thing. Yeah. Other people can feel a little bit of stress and you know they just have a very low threshold. And I know through my process of going through MAT over the last four or five years, and I work with a guy that does it, you know, I can handle so much more. I can handle so much more and I can recover better. I mean, recovery is the key because we're always gonna overdo, so why not have something that works? And to me, it's like, I always tell people, you choose what you value. Like if you value yeah. going out to eat all the time, then great. Go out to eat, but this is my price, and this is what you know. This was what it is. So, yeah. you know, I, I really think you have a choice, and and it's it's a two kind of way. It's like, you know, Western medicine. A lot of times is like, okay, you do this, and then you're good, and you go off. You see the doctor once a year. You're oh, fine. You're going door, you're, you're going down <laughs> this rabbit hole, huh? I but, see where this is going. No, it's you're just, on the whole truth podcast, so you right. know where I stand. <laughs> I mean, a little Western medicine. Yeah, when it's everything needed, has when it's, its place, right? Yeah, yes. Everything has its place. I'm yes. not saying anything is good nor bad. But but I'm saying that if you have the right information, and for me, it, it comes down to kind of like the, the two different philosophies in health. There's cell health and there's germ health. I believe more in the cellular process of health, where you're healing the body inside and outside the body, where I'm not going to attack something just because it's a bacteria or a virus and it's bad per se. You to me, take a step back. Say, yep. Explain that one more time. That went so right the, over my head. So, <laughs> so germ theory is basically like, okay. Germ you, theory? Germ theory of health is bacteria and viruses are bad, right? Yeah. So if they're bad, then we have to well, find no. medicine, right, which I believe they're not. If you have to right. find medicine to kill them so you, so you stay healthy. Unlike the cell, cell theory of health is where you're looking at making sure that the inside an environment and the outside environment of the body are symbiotic because then everything else is working in tandem. As long as you keep everything in that uh, homeostasis place, yeah. you're gonna be okay. You're gonna actually have viruses and bacteria working for you and not against you. The problem is yeah. so much of us are out of whack and so much of the stress and yeah. our, you know that's a whole nother subject. But you know, I see within myself that you know working on the muscle system has helped other systems. It's like anything. It's like, yeah. you know, you can't, it's like my dad's a mechanical engineer. I'm a biomechanical engineer, and he helped me through some of my uh, my training system that I patented and I've been developing. And and you know it was kind of easy to figure that out. Where like with the human body, you're, you're coming in with so many variables, you know. And that's yeah. where people like you know they want specific answers. And and I always tell my clients that you know here's what I believe, but it doesn't really become their gospel or their truth until they feel it themselves or they come to their own conclusions. Yeah, I mean, you you know, people in general, they they will do it when they want to do it. Right, and, and a lot they, of times it takes that incident, yeah. something happening to like yeah. either go in one way, yeah. and that's a lot of times what and happens. And that's when, you know, you and I are here for, you know. Right, I'm here for the same reason. Right. It just right. happened when I was a kid, uh, <laughs> and now I'm 51, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I'm fortunate. Like, I never thought in my life I would feel fortunate about having back surgery that definitely changed the trajectory of my life, but it actually gave me a purpose. It gave me a real purpose and, and you know, that's I was just... so damn close to having back surgery, it was unbelievable. So damn close. I mean, like, um, and it's funny, cause like I, I had so much fear and stress of what I couldn't do, cause I was told, don't do this, don't do this, and mm -hmm. you know, all the things that I love, right? Right. I love sports, I love exercising, I just love it, it's part of right. my life. Right. And I was told, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you know, you can't do 
don't do it. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, don't do these exercises or just don't do it or shouldn't run or shouldn't do this. And I'm like, God, dang, like I can't. It was like it, it was depressing. Mm-hmm. So like literally my back actually got worse mm-hmm. because I wasn't strengthening my core. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing these good beneficial exercises because I had this fear and this stress of I can't do it. And it was literally going in the in the opposite direction. It was literally getting worse and worse and worse. I finally, I finally figured it out. Right. Um, and in fact, there's, there's a, uh, a book, I think it was Dr. John Sarno, who was basically saying that it's not all, look, some back pain is, is there's damage, right? There's clear, clearly mm-hmm. damage. But he was also saying that he was doing surgeries and it's all the fear and the stress and the negativity. It's never not one thing. It's never right. one thing. Right. It's a combination of things. And when I find that combination, that's the thing that's fantastic. Because to me, I just, I don't literally, like, of course, if something's not working for me, I take it away. But if it's yeah. working for me, it's still there. And I look for ways in which it is working for me. Yeah. So, you know, and again, it's just, there's so many different options out there for people. It's just, you know, it just people have to do a little searching to find it. Yeah. Well, you're look. I'll give you. You know, you're on my show for a reason because right. I, I like you. And, and this guy, he's he's not too shabby. Either. <laughs> um, you can't see him in the screen, uh, Dan. But he's uh, my operations manager. Yeah. We've been buddies for 26 years. Yeah, so. he's great, Dan. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and listen, you, you, there's a reason you're on the show. So like, you're you're one of the good guys. You're passionate. You know what you're doing. So anyone who's having any issues with that stuff, clearly, and you're in Asbury Park. Yeah. This is I'm fast forwarding. This is towards the end. But what are some of the Oh, I don't know. The the ailments. Like if someone is having some sort of like back issue, knee issue, like who, who do you see? What types of people? I see everyone from that person that's tried everything under the sun to someone that's a prof- I work with a couple of professional athletes to kids to um you know, to, you know, uh, you know, older people that have years and years of repetitive stress from certain things to younger people that unfortunately had more of a lower threshold than like myself. So um, I've worked with tons and tons of people and, and uh, you know, they're like, it's, you know, if everyone has muscle dysfunction, it's kind of like everyone has, you know, structure dysfunction to some point. Yeah. Again, it's, 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 it's figuring out what works for you. And again, like I always bring in people for a complimentary consultation. I'm never sitting there like I'm never going to sit there and, you know, say you need to do this, this and this. Like I'm looking for certain people that take responsibility for their health, that are willing to spend out of pocket, that are willing to make a commitment, that are open to new modalities, that are open to the possibility of something new. And that's one reason I love to work with a lot of kids because they don't have a lot of preconceived notions. Oh, you do work with kids? I do work with kids. Now, oh, I don't cool. do a lot of like MAT on young kids, but like just a little bit about my my uh, my patented core restore training system that I'm going to be selling hopefully here in August is a training system that I really teach people how to move correctly. So what I found a lot of times is like I can work with someone and then I'm like, oh, well, they're not rotating right or they're not side bending right or they're not doing it because I'm doing a lot of that passive work for them. Gotcha. So, and again, when I started MAT, I didn't have MAT for years and the, the process was beating my body up. So I had to figure out a way to counteract that stress to keep doing my job. These are people who actually literally are not like running correctly, the right form, walking they're, the they're right like form. They're like a perfect example. Exercising. Yeah, the perfect example is a little girl I worked with. She was eight at the time and uh, she came in. 
her mom's a dance teacher and she's tried everything to get her to be in a neutral position. Yeah. So when she was standing in neutral, she was leaning so far back into extension that I thought she was going to fall over. That oh. was her neutral. Yeah, she was leaning back. all. She, was she trying to compensate? That was just her neutral position. Yeah, oh, that gotcha. was, to me, that's like, okay, what isn't working? Like, what's not allowing her body to stay in that position? Yeah. So huh. with my training system, I designed these pulleys that literally are, they should have been called the uh, mechan uh, neuro uh, the neurological pulley, but I called them mechanical muscles huh. um, because it's actually working with the nervous system to tell the muscle system, hey, I don't need as many motor units to fire, so I want, I, I'm just going to need X number of pounds to stimulate those right fibers to get you in that position because with MAT what we're doing is we're working on the fibers the stabilization characteristics of muscle that help keep you out of pain tightness and keep you symmetrical so I wanted to figure out a way mechanically or like something that could reinforce that and so I spent years and years with my dad and on all these things and then came up with this pulley and with this little girl I can tell you that Within four sessions, she was back to, she was straight. Like you could yeah. not even believe it because her body is so not neurologically damaged, you know, not a lot of stress. She has no preconceived notions of everything. And I've been working with a lot of kids from like anywhere from seven to 12 years old. Um, I work with a professional ice skater from Mexico who she's not here right now because of everything, but she's yeah. planning to come back up. And she had come to me, had seen someone doing MAT for years in uh, Mexico and she had uh, a spiral fracture in her tibia because she got her skate caught. So she comes in to see me, I can see right away she's completely asymmetrical because she's you know, favoring the other leg. So I, I do my range of motion exam and she comes back in the next day after I look at her stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna try to get your, with my training system, I'm gonna work on getting you symmetrical right now and, and then we'll, work, we'll do some MAT because you know, with MAT, exercise is key. Like, you have to reinforce it with good exercise. Have to, have to, have to. Um, and so I got her up and noticed that she couldn't rotate to one way, so I just start working on uh, the pulleys and getting her into that place of symmetry. And all of a sudden, I, I take her off the pulleys, and I say, can you rotate? She's, yeah, it feels better. And, and I said, can you rotate your pelvis? Yeah, it feels better. And her grandmother said she looks more symmetrical. I said, great. So I get her on the table. And then um, before that incident, before putting it on the train system, her knee flexion was stuck at 90-90. And she could only extend, she had about 20 degrees of, of extension she couldn't perform. And so I just lifted her leg up and all of a sudden her leg went all the way back to her thigh. And she straightened out her leg completely. I was like, oh my God. And she starts laughing and the mother, or the grandmother stands up and goes, magic. I'm like, no, that's a lot of hard work. And that's a lot of, magic. you know, that's a lot. And it just literally put her body back into place and it never went back, you know? And yeah. I, and, and what's so great about MAT, and I think, you know, is that I can find those muscles now that helped her get in that position and reinforce it with uh, the muscle activation techniques modality. Now, for her and other people, you said good exercise is, is essential. Now, when right. you say good exercise, so like, you know, she's doing better, your clients right. are doing better, they're off and running, what should they be doing? What, what, are, what It are just depends about? on where they're at. Like, you know, it depends on, like, if I have someone running and they have plantar fasciitis and they have all these things, and that's not going away, I always suggest, well, why don't we take it away for a bit, give yourself some recovery, and, and give yourself some MAT and some rest and do some other things, then work it back in. Other people don't have to do that. It just really depends on what we're trying to reinforce. 
Um, like with uh, uh, Fatima, like I had said, okay, just do these little reinforcement exercises just through rotation. And she does them now and she's much more symmetrical just through literal reinforcement. A lot of work we do is isometric work. Isometric work is phenomenal. It's another way to get into the brain, stimulate the brain the right way to tell the muscle system what to do. It's, you know, we're so dead set on doing lots of reps or doing a lot of weight, yeah. which is fine. But again, it's what are you trying to accomplish? A lot of people don't understand what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I want to get bigger, but at the expense of what? Like, yeah. why don't you break that down get yourself a solid base because I always look at the fitness pyramid and what's missing is movement. Like they have like, you know, stability. Like you're not gonna have any stability if you don't know how to move correctly and you don't yeah. know what you're actually accessing to move. So that's another thing my training system does it. The, the pulleys are so light, it lets you feel where the contractions are supposed to be. Like your body's doing it. Now your brain is telling you that's a whole nother ball game. And that's why I'm working with some uh, brain physicians and they're trying to we're trying to figure out what exactly is happening in the brain because once you change those pathways in the brain, it's more permanent. So the nervous system is connected to the muscles. Yeah, I mean with MAT, and they've got we're, to like be, if that connection is not there, they're not the muscles aren't working, and I guess it's not like right. they're just it's not like they're not working; they're just not working as efficient as they can be. Because, like, if you look at hamstrings, hamstrings are one of most people's problems because they're tight. The more that um, like the more surface space and the more joints that something uh, a muscle crosses, the more chances it has to compensate and take over for other muscles that aren't working. You know, it's it's it, there's so many muscles in the system that have to work in tandem. They have to work together. It doesn't matter if they're huge or little. They're all very important. They all have roles in our body, and that's where you know so many things get lost. Oh, it's your piriformis. Oh, it's your psoas. It's like that is too simplistic. <laughs> it's so much more than that. Tell me about uh, Greg. What's his last name? The guy who uh, invented Greg this? Roscoff. He invented. He MAT? invented muscle activation techniques. He's the gentleman. I was in internship eleven. Um, I don't know how many internships there have been since, but he changed my life. I mean, he gave me my life back. I mean, I, I credit him all the time for, um, uh, you know, because you know, by the time I had found MAT, I was super depressed. I was in tons of pain. I was crooked and bent to the left. I was emotional wreck and because it's again it's a physical chemical emotional and spiritual journey and yeah. and 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 if I can't get out of the physical part and if I'm in constant pain I just was not the best person to be around because it just I couldn't figure out a way to do it and for me it had to be physical first had to be I had to figure out the physical component then I worked on the chemical component then I worked on the emotional component then I worked on the spiritual component and the physical component for me was game changer. That day that I, I sat on that table at the IDEA conference and saw my hip drop, it gave me my life back. It really gave me my life back. And I, I thank Greg Roscoff every day for having the courage to put yourself out there in a way that, you know, it's so, it's, it's such a different concept, but in a way it's like, it's exactly what I needed. And if he hadn't done that, who knows where I've been or where I would be right now, or even if I would be here. Cause I always tell me save my life. I truly believe that because I wasn't gonna have surgery again because surgery for me was not the option. I don't blame you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. I don't blame you. The first time I didn't, uh, well, well, you had the one surgery, right? I had one surgery and that was it. And so, I'm not yeah. even, again, even if you have to have surgery, it's what you do before and after that's the most important. Yeah. Even if it comes down to that, it really does. But for me, I know when you restrict the body, it will get movement somewhere else at the expense of the body. And I've experienced that firsthand. Yeah. 
it's funny because these days, and I'm, I'm venturing into another realm here, but we we we're we're creatures that de- we're we're designed to be moving around. Mm-hmm. We're designed to constantly be moving, and we just don't do it. Anymore, well, we're not for obvious reasons, but, but we're not taught how to do it, and that's yeah. the biggest thing with me. We're taught to read and write, but we're not taught how to move, and that's why my training system I think is so important because I always tell people it's not. You were always taught to move, but we're not taught how and what to move. So if you know more about how your body's working, and if you know know more about how to feel what you're supposed to feel, and when you feel something's off, you're so much more empowered. To me, it's all about knowledge is empowerment. Like I don't ever wanna feel like I don't know what's going on because it it leads, if I don't know what's going on, it leads me to find things out. But the thing with with this, uh, you know, with my training system per se, it allows you to feel what you should be feeling. So when you're going to your yoga class or you're playing basketball or whatever, you know what is going on with your body. That is key. Like I remember as a kid, everyone was telling me all this stuff was happening and I was losing the ability to function. I was losing, I couldn't even pick up a pencil off the floor without my back freezing up. Yeah. I mean, people have no idea once you lose something, how important and how much it affects everything else. And um, I've met tons of clients over the years that um, I've helped and, uh, you know, and it's a great thing to be able to do to see the improvements. And like, I, even yesterday with some of my friends I was working on, it was, it's great to see. Like, I, 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 it's really, really awesome to see their, their, their faces light up and all of a sudden they can feel something they can or all of a sudden they made a change and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And Who knows? Maybe there's a reason you had to go through all that. Oh, totally. I totally believe Just that. To, I, and I'm not saying I know, but maybe there's a reason you had to go through all I, that so that you can now help people yeah, who are oppor- going yeah, through that. Problems create right? opportunities. Problems. I've, I remember reading that in a yeah. book really year, when I was a kid and going, huh. Yours is a perfect example, right? It is a perfect example. Yeah, I mean, it, and I feel bad that you actually had to go through that because that that sounds terrible. But but you know but what? I I feel place, yeah, but I feel is... so much empowered because I have now I'm in my fifties, right? So I have a lot of my friends now going through a lot of issues, like especially back yeah. in college and things. And like you know, I had to address it early on so I didn't end up in the positions they're ending up in. That's again, like you know, health is a lifelong process. It's it's not something I do just once. It's something I do a little bit every day of. You know, and I work it into my life. Consistent. Consistency. That's the key. It's uh, consistently doing the right things. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to eat perfect all the time. No, it doesn't. Doesn't mean you have to exercise all the time, no. all day and night. No. Um, but it, it, but it, consistently you right. should. Right. Because when you yeah. do something a little off, then you can recover. It's like myself. Like I can, since I've had more time on my hands, I'm working in my yard, doing all these other things, and I've overdone it, you know, because yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to get this one done. I want it done. I go to bed. I wake up and I feel okay. Or if I don't feel okay, then I know I've overdone it and I do things to make myself better. Yeah. And you know, and it's just recognizing that too, where a lot but of people- But you're in the game. Yeah, totally in the game. You like, gotta get in the game. I'm totally, I feel better now at 51 than I did when I was 30, totally. Oh, no kidding? Oh yeah, I think I even look better because it's, you know, I have a hat on today because I've had my hair cut in <laughs> five months, but. <laughs> you and everybody else. I know, so you know, and I won't cut my own hair. I just, I'm too vain for that. <laughs> okay. So what are you, what are you saying? Because I just. No, you own... did a good job. Yeah. You did a good job. Oh. My husband cut his own hair too, and he he did a good job. Like, oh, he cut his own hair. Yeah, yeah. I I just my hair is I don't know. It's too wavy and. You'll get you know, you'll I, get in there. I could shave it, but I won't do that. So all right, so let's end it like this. Sure. You bring the knowledge. You bring the passion. Um, 
you are in Asbury Park. Yep, Asbury Park. A world famous. Uh, my father was from Asbury Park. Yeah. Great spot. Uh, I love Asbury. Um, so where where in Asbury Park? Give, give yourself a plug here. Um, uh, right now I'm in my home. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I work Monday. I was working Monday through Thursdays, but I'm only doing Monday through Wednesdays. Um, and uh, Thursday, Fridays, I, I'm working on my training system. But again, you can always uh, go to my website, which is core-restore.com. Uh, we always do complimentary consultations for everything. Um, and our phone number is 732-502-0100. Um, if you want to call us up or just talk to myself or Dan, Dan is extremely knowledgeable in what I do. Um, and I always say, you know, people feel free to come in for a consultation because it's no skin off my back, no skin off yours. And just remember, you should be interviewing me and I'll interview you because I want people that are serious. Like I, 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 I don't want, I'm not looking for people that are looking for a quick fix. I just, I, I just, yeah, there's but no it can fix. happen. It's very funny because it's this like delicate balance, right? Like. All of a sudden, I do something, and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel great. Like, my friend Rhonda yesterday, she's like, oh, I want to go do all these things. I'm like, just relax. <laughs> Give yourself. She goes, oh, I feel amazing. I'm like, just, can I go ride a bike? I said, no, just chill out. Just give yourself about 24 hours to, you know, work into this new thing and just, you know, go from there. Because, again, we want to be where we were, but, you know, it takes time. Yeah, well, listen, anyone out there listening who's committed to feeling better if you have an injury and you're committed because yes. that's what it takes for anything, whether it's yep. weight loss or getting you know your health back in, in any way, shape, or form. You've got to be committed because you can yes. lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And that's really uh, yep. That's that's it. You know, that's there's a, you know there's a lot I can do. There's a lot you can do, but yep. but you you have to do it. So yep. you get you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it. All right, Chris Verdi. All right, well thank you. All right, you. Dan Birdford. Did I pronounce the last name right? Um, <laughs> you can't see him, but he's he's in the backgrounds here, the operations manager. Uh, that's a wrap. Until next time, thank you, my friends. We are out of here. See ya.